team, it's time for our last story of the day. Yeah, we've yeah. got Taylor back, which means <laughs> we've got Secure the Bag lined up. We're going to be deciding whether or not another company was making the right moves, putting that pep in their step, and securing that big bag. So, Taylor Bagley, walk us through uh, who is potentially securing a bag, and then we'll discuss. Yeah, absolutely. So, we've got definitely a really interesting story that I think is going to have uh, big economic impacts and ripples down the line for uh, you know a ton of different companies, a ton of people in the industry, in our industry specifically, Daniel, Tyler, and I in podcasting. Um, so this comes um, laid off the heels of the announcement earlier this week that Spotify um, has purchased the world-renowned Joe Rogan Experience show. Um, so this is a huge move for really any podcast platform, um, let alone a company who uh, you know, also has the technology to help build podcasts and to, uh, you know, deploy them themselves to own their own content. Um, so to back things up, you know, with Spotify's purchase of the Joe Rogan experience combined with a litany of podcast acquisitions over the past year, uh, Spotify is now um, not only poised, but is the largest name and period in any um, degree of podcasting, uh, at all. So, you know, like I said, this is not only just the platform itself, but the creator, the ad generator, um, and even the tools for content creators to make podcasts. They are the leader in all of these sectors. Um, so this is, this is really huge for kind of a number of reasons. Um, some of the notable acquisitions that uh, Spotify has purchased in the last uh, year and a half or so include Gimlet Media, uh, Paracast, and The Ringer. So, um, you know, for any of you podcast fans out there, I'm sure you've come across some show that is under one of these uh, media houses. Um, TheVerge.com reported that the purchase of the Joe Rogan experience could potentially cost Spotify over $100 million um, specifically just for that show. And... And like I said, you know, it's, it's really notable to point out that Spotify is now the only podcasting company in history that sells ads, creates shows, owns a widely used podcast player, and offers the tools for creators to make new series. Um, and those tools follow the purchase of a company called Anchor, which, uh, you know, provides intuitive, uh, you know, user-friendly podcast creation tools. So, um you know, this really puts Spotify at a huge advantage over any other competitor in the industry. Uh, mostly just because they've vastly uh, invested way more capital than anyone else, um, you know, including Apple in just their podcast capabilities, their offerings, and really podcasts as an industry. Um, I think they see a lot of value in that. I think pod, or Spotify obviously has some of the data to show where users are heading. And clearly, um, you know, podcasting is, uh, you know, not close to its peak yet. So, um you know, now that they own, you know, some of the biggest names in podcasting, Spotify is also going to save millions of dollars in licensing fees each year. Um, so if you combine that with, you know, not having to, to pay those licensing fees for a show, say like the Joe Rogan experience or anything from something like The Ringer or Gimlet, 
And now they're also selling their ads on top of that and being able to generate ad revenue on the shows that they already own um, poises them to double dip really into huge amounts of profits for them as a company and to, I think, realistically reshape what the podcasting industry is like. There could be, you know, a, a day, you know, at some point where if you're not a Spotify affiliate show, um, the chances of you being able to get your podcast heard might be little to, to none. You know, say now that, that Spotify owns some of the biggest, you know, cornerstones of podcast entertainment and they are Spotify exclusive, um, anybody who's putting out a podcast that's predominantly listened to on, say, you know, Apple or on Google or, uh, you know, any other type of podcast platform that might be out there, there's litanies of them. Um, you know, now won't have access to some of the largest and, you know, most popular shows, which is really going to push everybody who kind of is, is looking for some of that content to now migrate full time over to Spotify. Um, so in, in a big way, this, you know, this looks, I think, on the surface, really, really great for Spotify. I think it looks great for, you know, some of their affiliates. Um, but we could see huge, huge impacts going down the road and how much concentrated power that single entity has over um, the entire industry, not only from, like I said, the creator standpoint, but the advertising standpoint, the uh, distribution standpoint, um, and just the fact that the customers can only access this content from their platform. Platform. Um, so a couple of additional figures to add on the end of this, uh, uh, for reference, Joe Rogan stated that his show reaches 190 million downloads per month. So 190 million per month and that's downloads. Uh, so Damn. meaning on, yeah, on the low end, uh, you know, he could bring in, uh, you know, 3 million in ads a month, you know, uh, recording, uh, according to reports and Forbes says that Rogan made 30 million on his podcast last year alone. Um, so yeah, this uh, I, I would say definitely short term. Um, Spotify has certainly secured the bag in a major, major way, and, and in many ways have secured almost all bags in podcasting right now. So um, hopefully they will take the responsibility that comes with having such great power and use it for good. But uh, um, we'll see. That's that's not typically the trend of giant tech companies, or is it? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, yeah. What do you guys think about this? Obviously, this is going to, uh, you know, potentially affect us as podcasters, and you know, maybe not in a negative way, but how we we roll out some of our content. We're going to have to consider some of this here in the future as well. Um, and it's just a, uh, you know, a huge shift in what the industry looks like now. You know, it's it's a. Uh, I think we're entering kind of the the 2.0 era of podcasting with this uh with this purchase and this kind of industry migration so um yeah tell, tell me what you guys think about it i i mean i think that the the biggest thing to come out of this for me will be the choice that it forces consumers to make um you know and, and spotify is obviously trying to push as many people to their platform as possible so I, I think by doing this you're forcing loyal joe rogan listeners to make a decision and i'm sure spotify you know has a decent idea at least joe rogan has a decent idea probably if he looks at any of his analytics just how many you know what the breakdown is is it 50 50 it's is it you know 70 30 apple to mm -hmm. spotify that sort of thing and how many people 
might make that switch, make that jump with him. And so I am very interested to see how this uh, affects listening habits, how many people do make that migration to Spotify, or if that's a... um, if that's a friction point that's too much for too many people who just want all of their podcasts in one place, okay, if I download Spotify, then I got to go resubscribe to all these podcasts, which doesn't, which doesn't sound like the largest thing ever, but just learning a new platform, doing things like that when it used to be a kind of mindless part of your day can be something that will keep people from making that jump and listening. And so I'm I'm interested to see what this does for, you know, to his numbers, what this does for Spotify in general, but it's clear they're making a really big play here in the podcasting world as they see this becoming an increasingly large medium. And, you know, I think Spotify has innovated in a lot of ways that uh, that Apple has not. Um, mm-hmm. They will... Uh, take kind of a, a digest of the podcasts that you listen to on a weekly basis and put them all into a playlist for you, mm-hmm. um, which I I don't ever uh, go that route. I kind of just like to be a little bit more picky and choosy, but they, they do things like that and are, are creating more um, almost kind of radio aspects to podcasts mm-hmm. that other other outlets aren't doing. And so they're really trying to innovate in this space. And I... I appreciate what they're doing and I, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes moving forward and, and what those numbers look like. Yeah, certainly. Um, Daniel, anything to add here to that? At this point, I think y'all broke it down. Um, I oh. mean, let's see the, the other final thing I guess I'd add is, is I, um, I think these companies are going to make decisions that will draw as much viewership to their platform, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's much consideration on whether or not like Joe Rogan's entire audience is going to transfer over. Um, I don't think that's really front of mind for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that that not being front of mind for them is going to be disastrous for them because mm-hmm. um I think consumers are already used to feeling frustrated with having like every single streaming platform just have like some of the content they want and then deciding how to then, um, you know, what to purchase, what to actually listen to, what to watch, you know, do I do Netflix or Hulu or Disney plus, Mm -hmm. um, that's already something that consumers are used to. Now I think functionally this might deter some people and it might, um, you know, because it's a paid platform, you're not going to get the same audience growth that you might be getting by putting it for free on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. But um, I I don't think it's going to be that big of a culture shock for consumers to see things start to become, uh, you know, their favorite podcasts become only streaming on Apple or only on Google or only on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder how an industry that is mostly... Uh, advertiser sponsored for the creators and there isn't really you know a cash incentive it's not like you get royalties on your podcasts for every listen uh, how that industry is going to adapt to further segmentation and mm-hmm. a desire to monetize on top of that free content so that's going to be an interesting dynamic that i don't really know how it's going to play out but as we like to say around these parts, <laughs> um, we'll just well, have to wait and see. 
Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think to kind of cap off what you said, um, I think the biggest shifts that we'll see for consumers are, are going to come from the fact of, you know, so take Joe Rogan specifically, for example, his show is um, kind of delivered in two mediums. It's it's actually a, a video, you know, like it's a video show typically. So he's on camera with these guests. Um, and then it's also a podcast, you know, that, that a lot of people listen to. Um, I'm not a daily watcher. I don't keep up with all all of his, but I've seen obviously clips here and there. There might be a, a special guest that, you know, I'm interested to, you know, kind of hear their conversation. And nine times out of 10, I watch that on YouTube. You know, I, I find a clip over, you know, a specific topic or a little thing that they touch on. And, and that's how I, you know, consume his show. Um, so I'm interested to see how, when you take a show like that, that might be, uh, by necessity, released and distributed um, by two different mediums, two different platforms um, that kind of require that ecosystem to work. What that's going to look like, is Spotify going to work directly with, um, you know, YouTube? Is Spotify going to, you know, venture into getting more into video streaming as well? Um, I, I think that there will be a little bit of a shift there. I know that, you know, I, I love the fact that I don't really pay for my podcasts, you know, and I, I hope that, um, you know, I can continue to, to do that for free, even if it is with some ads, you know, I, I don't mind, you know, having the sponsorships where, you know, you the host will, will bring them up. So um, it's, I don't know, it's, it, it'll be, like you said, interesting to see. Um, I do think it's going to have a huge shift just for the industry and just for the fact that now creators are going to have to consider, well, am I affiliated with a certain platform in order to become the next big name in podcasting it's not just a uh, a free-for-all anymore you know where anybody can put their show out and as long as you know the merits of the show you know allow listeners to enjoy it they can now become you know very widely known so um yeah that's uh that's my take on it uh spotify though certainly securing the bag on an entire industry um so let's uh let's see how the the rest of the contenders respond to that moving forward here yeah will there be enough bag left to secure for everyone else <laughs> exactly <knows>? exactly <laughs> all right that does it for today's episode of business casual we ran a little long Love our long conversations, though. I always mm -hmm. like picking y'all's brain on, on these topics. So thanks again, everyone, for listening, tuning along, and joining us for more morning B2B radio content. We'll be back Wednesday, 9 a.m., and uh, I think we're going to be back in the office sooner than later, potentially in June. So uh, once we're back in the office, uh, we'll be going live again and hopefully be adding video to Business Casual as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing what that growth looks like for the back half of the year. So Tyler, Taylor, continue to stay safe. Thanks for joining us on another episode. Any final uh, words or thoughts or I don't know. <laughs> Thoughts on pop music, if we want to circle it all the way back around. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Man. We might need to get a little music show, you and I, going here soon. Honestly, though. Yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I dig Damn, it. folks. All right, man. Everyone have a great rest of your day. This has been Business Casual, your B2B morning radio show. I'm the voice of B2B, Daniel Litwin, joined by Tyler Kern and Taylor Bagley. We will see you next week. Ooh.